0: You're listening to Moms Out Loud. You're tired? Tell me how you're tired. <laughs> <laughs> what Maybe we here? should yeah.
1: fill people in.
0: <laughs> Look at this baby. Do a spit. I don't wait for the it's offer. <laughs> but it's fine, it's fine.
1: Hello. I'm Rachel. Hi, I'm Alexa.
0: And, and we <laughs> are so glad you're back. Or yeah, we are back.
1: Yes, I'm glad we're back, too.
0: (laughs) We don't really have anything to say as far as an intro, so we're just going to like jump right into it because sometimes our intros get rambly. So we're just going to skip it.
1: Yeah. So we just wanted to jump into our topic for today, which is finding your mom voice. And I guess what we mean by that is that when we become moms, like, during pregnancy, the first pregnancy that you have, you're kind of still figuring out who you are as a person, kind of. And then now who you are as a mom mm-hmm. and what who you're going to be as a mom. And then just finding that unique voice that you have that no one else has, Um I know that it's really hard to find that because you have all these different influences in your life. Like your parents are telling you, oh, this is the best way. Your friends are telling you this is the best way. And then you as a mom have to figure out, no, this is the way that I want to do things. And it's okay if I do things different than everybody else. That's what I want to do. So finding your mom voice.
0: Yeah, I love it. So Alexa and I talked about this like a long, long time ago and... She titled it this, but I was like, what the heck does that mean? So she gave me the rundown that she just gave you guys down earlier. And I love it. I just feel this topic like in my soul because I do tend to be someone who this kind of stuff comes a little bit more naturally to, but it's been like a hard road to get to that point. And I just feel so bad to even like think of the people who just feel like they don't even barely get a say of how they want to do things with their children because they're just trying to make other people happy. Bums right. me out.
1: Yeah. And I, I had a really... Because I'm a people pleaser, so I had a really, really hard time um, the first time around. And I know we've talked briefly about this in other episodes, but I really had a hard time creating boundaries or even just figuring out what I wanted. I think I went into my first pregnancy just saying whatever happens, like whatever you guys, whatever you doctor feel is best for me, whatever you husband think is best for me. And I never really had an opinion until the very end of my pregnancy. I was like, no, I want to do it this way. And I finally just kind of found a little bit of my voice, enough of my voice, excuse me. And then becoming a mom, it was a a super huge struggle to figure out. I that really wanted to make so. fun
0: of you because you were saying found your voice and you, your voice was messed up <laughs> yeah. when you were saying that. And I was like, just be cool, man.
1: Let her finish. Anyway,
0: sorry. <clears throat>
1: yeah, it was. It was like ironic. <laughs> so yeah, that was all. That was all I was going to say. Oh, yeah, oh, it was oh. really hard. Yeah, it was just hard for me the first time around. And it was interesting to see how there were certain women in my life that um, when I started working at uh, Well Ryan and Mama, this wellness center in Vegas, and these women were really strong and opinionated. And yet they let you have, like they were confident enough that they let you have your own opinion. It wasn't like, oh, this is what we feel and this is how you should do it. They were just there to support you and encourage you to be the best you and the best mom that you could be. And through that, I really felt like the second time around, I did it the way that I needed to do as a mom and like birth wise and pregnancy wise and just even having my own opinions so that's awesome I kind of wanted this episode to be like an encouragement to women as well it's like an empowering like hey you can do that too even if you didn't do it your way or you haven't been doing it your way you know you can find that voice now it's never too late
0: I have always somewhat been outspoken so to speak I I didn't used to be when I was young I was definitely more (laughs) of like, like a people pleaser type person, like really young, but then I just kind of realized that that didn't work for me. I don't even know, I don't even know how it happened, but I think, this is so random, but I just realized one of the biggest things that happened that made me have to kind of really stand for something that everybody was against was when I went vegan. And I went (laughs) vegan when Luke and I were married and that was like my first big thing that was like people did not like you to go vegan. They want to make fun of you. They don't understand and they want to give you a really hard time about everything. And I lived in the South. So not only was everything already made in butter, people were like, what do you only eat lettuce? You know, it was just very uninformed. It <laughs> yeah. wasn't like I lived in California, okay? So it's not like there was a vegan restaurant there in Jacksonville, North Carolina. There was not. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, I just remember like researching so much and like getting so passionate about why I wanted to go vegan and then kind of like giving my spiel to Luke. And getting him kind of, not necessarily on board, like he never went vegan, but getting him like okay with like me being a vegan and eating predominantly vegan in our home was like really crazy. And then convincing more and more people to basically uh, get over it and I'm going to do what I want. Basically, it, (laughs) it kind of almost set me up on the path to do the same when it came to having Roland and how I wanted to do that and um, how I wanted to raise him it gave me like the confidence to be like oh it doesn't matter if people don't get it or like it because it doesn't affect them it affects you you know exactly so that's so weird I just thought of that right now and I and I'm not a vegan anymore but I'm an addictive passionate person so I get real into stuff real hard and (laughs) (laughs) all the time a lot of different stuff
1: (laughs) I yeah and I think yeah, and I'm sure everyone, even people that are listening that aren't pregnant yet or aren't moms yet, you know, they can relate to something like that where it's like when you decide to do something, it's like an army comes against you, you know, and it's 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 like that as a mom too. It's like you come up with something and if it's against the grain or if it's weird to whoever, it could be anything, um, these moms are going to fight you on it and... Because they don't really feel like that's the right thing to do, you know? And so, yeah, you really have to stand your ground and really find your confidence and just stick with, hey, my kid loves me and my husband loves me. It doesn't matter about anybody else. Yeah. If the people who
0: live, like, under your roof support you... I think that's really all that matters and sometimes not even then, <laughs> but I, I'm just, I'm assuming that you have a spouse that is willing to sit down and have like hard talks so that they can understand your why when you want to do things. Uh, right. Because I just feel like that's pretty much all of what Luke and I's marriage is. is just constant hard talks that help us continue to be on the same page so that we can, you know, have our family run smoothly. So,
1: right. Yeah, exactly.
0: And then anybody outside of that really doesn't matter yeah. <laughs> if they're not paying your yes. bills, <laughs> and then I don't think they matter that much. So. Right. Yeah.
1: And any confident person, like I was just having a conversation with another friend that we disagreed on an issue and any confident person is going to be like, it's okay that we can disagree about this and you're still a good mom because that's how you feel this is what what you feel is best for your child and you never have to apologize for that and only confident people do that so maybe if you're having lots of friends that aren't confident enough to be like oh it's okay that you think that you know (laughs) maybe reevaluate you know what um friendships you are keeping you know well so
0: so often people react negatively because they feel threatened and right. and they're not they probably are not trying to hurt you and they are probably not even realizing what they're doing or why but a lot of the time when you bring up like oh well we're gonna do this this way people are like oh and they get defensive because they didn't do it that way and it doesn't matter i can think or of you a huge, yeah oh sorry
1: good no go ahead
0: I just going to say, I can think of like a huge example of that is when we decided to do baby led weaning with Roland.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nobody else that was in my family had ever done baby led weaning. Uh, and it's something that required a lot of like research to be able to do confidently for safety reasons. But because it hadn't been done, people thought it was so weird and like bad. <laughs> and people would literally like sneak and try and feed Roland like baby food when we specifically said We're not doing baby food. We're doing baby led weaning. If you don't know what that is, Google it because then you'll have a better understanding of what I'm talking about. Um, But it was weird because I think, honestly, like some of our parents felt a little uh, defensive because they didn't do that with us. And we're like, hey, man, we don't care that we ate baby food. Okay, like it's fine. We ate baby food. We just want to do it differently because we'd like to see how this goes. We've heard wonderful success stories through other people who've done it and it just makes a lot of sense for our family and now right it does now it's hilarious because the same people will be like i don't think i know any other kids who eat like so many different types of stuff and i'm like right they haven't been exposed <laughs> that's all like it's not you know it's not that roland right. isn't ever picky he's totally picky sometimes but he eats a lot of variety because he's had a lot of variety offered to him since he was young right. so yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think just going off of that, just that people get defensive. You know, it's okay, like, not that it's okay, but um, it is possible for us to decide to do something different uh, and not be judging you and what you're doing. No, totally. So I think, yeah, so I think people think like, oh, you're doing things differently because you think I'm doing the wrong thing. And it's like, no, I just read this book or I read this article and I decided hey this is what's what I'm going to do with my kid you know it had nothing to do with you know I can't believe so and so does that <laughs> you know <laughs> but yeah like them doing something or whatever that's never in discussion when we're making decisions for our families and and so yeah I think that's another aspect of being defensive too it's just like you think that we're at home judging you for like not doing it our way or our way's the better way and it's And it's not always the better way. It's just what we are choosing to do.
0: Yeah, this might be mean, but I always say, like, there's no such thing as a perfect parent. Everyone's going to mess up, you know? Right. And people might think that, like, sounds weird, but no, it's so true. And just because we all do things differently, none of us are going to have the perfect experience of being parents. Like, we're going to mess up. We are. We're human. uh, That's in our design. So it's just like, just do what makes sense for your family and do it confidently and don't let other people make you feel bad for that.
1: Right. So, yeah, um, just an example of how I found my mom voice. The first thing that I can really remember is with my first pregnancy, like I had said, like I kind of did things like based off of what other people did or what other people assumed that that's what was best for me. And so when I went into my second pregnancy, I was like, you know what? Actually, I want a home birth. And this is what I want. And it took a little while to get my husband on board. But I was like, this is really what I want. This is what I've been researching on. These midwives are awesome. This is what I want to do. And I want to do my second birth different. And I really was going against the grain with that because people are like, well, that might not be safe. And what about this? What about that? You know? And there was a lot of noise coming in and I was like, okay, I can answer your questions for you. You can judge me all you want. uh, But this is what I'm doing. (laughs) And so I ended up doing that. It was the best experience that we had. Um, Even my husband was like, if we ever have more kids, this is what we're doing. So even he had a great experience and And it was one of those things that really started my second journey into motherhood really awesome. Like, I really felt like, okay, I got to choose that. I chose that for myself. I'm a mom. I'm an adult. I get to make my choices and and control a little bit of what's going on in my life. And so that went on too with when I wanted visitors after baby was born, you know, and I really limited when I wanted visitors to come and I hurt. I don't know if I hurt a couple of. I think I stepped on a couple toes. And that was fine, though, because that was what I needed and what baby needed and what our family needed. And that was it. And that's what I was concentrated on. And it's like I wasn't concerned with hurting. I mean, okay, as Christians... We don't want to intentionally hurt people's feelings and we want to be kind and loving, but there's a difference between that and just creating boundaries and having your own voice and, and choosing what's best for your family. So can I interject super fast? Yeah, go, go ahead.
0: I just, based off like what you're saying, I just want to mention this as well is that it is not your job to coddle every human being. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like like you are allowed to take into account people's thoughts and feelings, and you should, especially people you care about. But you're also, like Alexis saying, you're allowed to create boundaries. And I created a lot of boundaries for very good reason with my birth, with Roland, about the same thing. And people didn't like it. People made jokes because they were hurt. And my intention was never to hurt them. But I was setting boundaries for myself and my family and it was not my job to go be like oh you know what you're right i should not do what i want i should make myself uncomfortable to make you happy and that's not your job uh if it bothers them that's something they need to work through and figure out why it bothers them and then when they realize it they'll respect your decisions in the long run so yeah sorry go ahead continue
1: yeah And I agree, like, in the long run, it didn't really affect any relationships or anything. You know, it was just, I was making decisions and I was like, hey, I get to make, I get to call some shots. And I was reasonable with what I had, you know, was making decisions on. Um, And again, you know, if my husband and I agreed upon it, then that was what we were going forward with. And so, um, just finding that within my second pregnancy and my second child, it's really freeing to just figure that out and and just know hey my motherhood journey doesn't look like anyone else's and that's okay you know and we yeah we just shouldn't compare to anybody and or compare ourselves to anybody and we should just keep keep going you know and then it just gets better from there sometimes you'll change your mind about certain things and that's okay you're allowed to
0: yes yeah so I love that and I I know like for me, when I decided to have a home birth, once Luke was like on board, I felt like, hey man, if my husband's into this, we can take on the world. I could care less what anyone else has to say, which is not entirely true. I care <laughs> what the people I love have to say, but I guess I just meant, I'm. I, it's not that I don't care. It's that I was willing to have conversations about it with them to help them see and understand why. But if I had his support, I didn't need theirs necessarily, if that makes sense. Right. So yeah, we when we decided to have a home birth, man, people, no one really gave me a terribly hard time. People were predominantly worried about the safety, which makes sense because if you have zero knowledge on how safe home births are, of course you're going to think it's like, oh, we're in the wild west with our bonnets and churning butter and just having our babies on the floor and throwing it on your back and you're good to go, you know? Like, no, it's not. (laughs) We live in a society where, like, medical science has improved immensely, but where people don't necessarily take into account that women's bodies were made to be able to give birth. (laughs) Right. So it's just basically home births are safe. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) if You are like a low risk, average, healthy person. And you have like a CNM there, a CPM. You're, you're probably going to be fine. Like (laughs) there's ambulances (laughs) for a reason. People give birth in their car on the way to the hospital. You know what I mean? People give birth in the hospital hallways. So how's that any different than a home birth? like because you're in a hospital oh it's germier so you got that going for you but you know (laughs)
1: like
0: I'm saying if it's in the hallway or in your car (laughs)
1: well I had had a nurse at the I had a nurse at the hospital once tell me because I was at in a different wing it wasn't a labor and delivery wing it was a different wing of the hospital but still, I was in contact in the lobby with everybody that was on that wing, you know? Yeah. And yeah. the nurse had told me, she was a newer nurse, and she had told me, oh, you're going to have to put a mask on Angela. And Angela was, um, how old was she? She was like 18 months at that point or something like that. And I was just like, "You, I, I don't think she's going to keep the mask on. I think that's really ridiculous. We're not going to do that. And she just looked at me like appalled. She's like, well, that's the rule. And I'm like, okay. And I just laughed. And then the older nurses were just like, yeah, don't, what are you talking about? But it was just really eye-opening that the hospitals have germs. We're, we're really conscious of that. Even the health like professionals are aware of how germy the atmosphere is. And yet, we're supposed to have babies in those hospitals. Yeah. So yeah. it is really and eye-opening I to well, see that.
0: I know. I don't want to make this like a why you should have a home birth episode. We can do that a different time.
1: <laughs> no, no, for sure. No, and I don't think that it is for everyone either. I oh, mean, me, I've, neither. I've me neither. I've heard different different stories on why you know women choose hospital birth and they want epidurals and all that stuff. And it's like you do you. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. So, but yeah.
0: So people were just really skeptical and you know freaked out, and I get that. But yeah. my family also knows me and they know how diligent I am when it comes to making like big decisions like that. So I just was able to kind of spew facts about like why this is what I want and why this is safe and why this is okay and not weird. <laughs> like right. how how many people I know who've done them. At the end of it, it was really cool to see because I had people kind of like my mom and people almost being like defensive to other people on my behalf about how knowledgeable I was on it and how it was gonna be okay and then Like the fact that You know how everything turned out it. No one ever had anything to say about that, which I'm very thankful for because I would have Probably beat some people up basically after I went through the whole experience of attempting to have a home birth uh, my both of my moms came back to me later and they'll say things about you know how happy they are that I'm so willing to kind of go against the grain and just learn about alternatives so that I can do what I think is best for my family and how they didn't necessarily know any better and know that you could even do things differently than anybody else ever did them at all when it came to parenthood and they think that's really cool and they really support that which is awesome because At first, it's kind of like a push-pull thing because in no way, shape or form, am I ever trying to say like they they did a bad job, I think they did a great job and they did the best that they knew. But I think it's cool that they're able to see that, hey, I sometimes want to do things differently because this makes more sense for us, you know? And uh, I think just with time, with having those conversations with the people that are important to you, they'll start to see why you do what you do and kind of trust more that you know what you're talking about and hopefully even come to support you like a lot of people in my life have.
1: Yeah, I think that's awesome that they've come back. And, and my mother-in-law has said said things similar as well. And so I think that that's awesome that at first it's scary to do things a little differently or do things the way that you want to do them. Um, even if it isn't going against the grain, just doing what you want to do and it might not be what other people are happy with. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, and then later on, these, these same people that you're like, oh, no, I don't want to hurt their feelings come back and then tell you that you're doing a great job. And, and so that's, that is, that's super encouraging.
0: Yeah. It's really cool. And, and definitely don't expect that people will come back and say, Hey, never mind." Like you can do what you want. And I support that. Not everybody will. Right. <laughs> right. Um, a lot of people, I still have people in my life who get defensive every time I do something that wasn't how they did it. And that is fine because I know right. why they do that, you know? Yeah. But that yeah. doesn't mean I have to do what they did just because that would make them feel more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's crazy. Um, But yeah, just be encouraged to like kind of harness that like mama bear, like, hey, like your instincts. I know what's best for me and my family and I love us and know us and how we do things the best and I'm allowed To make decisions and set boundaries and say hey no sorry we don't do that or hey sorry we're doing things a little bit differently and also you don't have to say sorry i just (laughs) tend to say sorry i want to be like oh sorry i'm saying sorry um yeah but it's okay for people to not understand that's totally okay Mm -hmm. and you like it's all gonna work out everybody parents differently everybody does things differently but it's so important to have that confidence in yourself as a mom to know that you want what's best for your kids and you love them hard enough to be uncomfortable sometimes to do what's best for them
1: yeah and it gets easier it gets easier as you continue on you know finding your voice talking with your spouse praying all this stuff like it gets easier just being like oh yeah I'm doing this and with no one else's opinion and And it doesn't matter. Yeah, Yeah.
0: it's true. It does get easier. And and also, I am in no way, shape or form saying you should fight with everybody about everything. No. (laughs) no. (laughs) Because I think like the ways that I have been like accepted the most about sharing new things is when I'm very tactful and very like kind and just kind of. It, not like egg shelly, but I don't need to come in guns, abla- guns a blazing and be like, I'm doing this. This is the best way. And this is why, you know, Yes. but you can be very like kind of kind and compassionate in a conversation like, oh, like, that's really cool that that's how you guys did it that way. We're thinking about doing it this way. And if they're like, oh, weird, that's, I I don't know about that. You can be like, oh, well, (laughs) this is why, you know, or whatever. If you feel like obliged to even say that type of stuff to someone. But that will be the way it's the most well-received, especially, I have a lot of experience in that because I am a like passionate person. So it's really easy for me to go in guns a-blazing because I'm excited and not realize that it comes off as like, in a way that makes people get very defensive. So if you right. can kind of like slow your roll yeah. <laughs> and just yeah. be very like tactful in those conversations that you know are probably going to make people defensive, well, how you say things is also what makes people defensive. Yes. So
1: exactly. Uh, just exactly. be mindful. I agree. <laughs> Speaking from experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so good that you touched on that. Yeah. I was just talking about and- that the other night. Like it's all about tone. You could have it said is. the same exact thing, but in a different tone and it would have been received.
0: Yeah, it's something so. I'm working on. And I, I definitely have seen the growth of how people respond to me with learning how to change, how I say things. Yeah, And it's hard because things tend to just come out of my mouth, but just to take a second and be like, how is this going to be the like the most well-received Because I'm saying it out of love, you know? Right. And also, a lot of the time, if I am feeling defensive about my decision, because I'm like, no one can tell me I can't do this, or, you know, whatever, or, like, you know, nervous or scared or confused, I try to, like, pray before and be like, hey, Jesus, just give me the words that I'm supposed to have to handle this situation correctly. (laughs) You know what I mean? And that seems to help a lot, too, because then words come out a little slower, and a little nicer yeah yeah
1: I love that cool I love
0: it I think that's pretty much it I hope you guys are encouraged and hopefully like a little bit fired up to just make decisions for your family that will be the best for you guys and be confident in yourself in that journey Uh, easier said than done there's highs and lows to it but you can do it you can love your kids so hard and you know it's best and if you are a friend and not a mom you can be super supportive by just being open-minded to hearing why someone's doing something even if it's not how you would do it just because we do things differently doesn't mean we can't be friends so
1: yes <laughs> yes great cool <laughs>
0: well that's all guys uh we will talk to you later see ya bye
1: Thanks for listening. You can contact us at momsoutloudpodcast at gmail.com with questions, topic ideas, and collaborations. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Moms Out Loud. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.